Do you want to know where you are in your leadership development journey and where to focus your attention in the future to get better results? Well, if the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to take my free world-class leadership assessment today and get an instant score of your current leadership level. By taking this new and fact-based assessment, you will be able to score your current leadership level against the world-class leaders as well as the five core areas of leaderships. Over the years, I've worked with the hundreds of professionals around the world and across all industries to help them achieve their leadership goals. So thanks to this work and the data, I have developed a solid assessment that you can take today. Now, the assessment is quick. It will just take 5-10 minutes and you will get an instant feedback and report received in your inbox. So, are you ready to know where you are? Take the free assessment today at www.andreapetrone.com assessment. And now, it's about time for a new episode. Welcome to the World Class Leader Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world-class leaders. In this podcast, we deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. And uh, today is an important day. Uh, it's actually an important week uh, for me, but most importantly for the podcast, because as you can see from the title and from the number of the episode, uh, today we turns one. So uh, one year ago, exactly, we launched this podcast. And uh, I'm very proud, of course, of the work we have done so far. I mean, we um, had the goal to record one episode every single week and uh, we did it we succeeded and that's for me it's already an important thing because that shows commitment dedication passion and you know for podcaster it's not so common because many the majority of podcasts actually they don't even reach 10 so i'm glad so we reached 52 episodes for 52 weeks and uh, it's been an incredible journey so far, not just because I, I've, I've found really this incredible opportunity to share my story, my insights, my learnings, but also because we interviewed some amazing people. You know, if you asked me one year ago, if I had on the show the caliber of talents and uh, brilliant minds and successful leaders that then I had on the show... I would have told you, you're crazy. So that's for me, is super important. So for this episode, I would like to do a sort of recap. So sharing with you guys some of the major learnings that these guys have shared with me. So I pick up five major takeaways, but there are many others, and I'll probably share in the next few weeks too. But before uh, jumping into um, 
into this. I want to give you also a sort of update where we are going with this podcast. Now that you have been with us for so many weeks, maybe you are also curious, what's the future of the World Class Leader Show? And the future, at least the immediate future, so let's call it season two, although I don't formally call every year a season, I have decided to be super focused on interviewing CEOs. And the reason is simple, because uh, now is one of the most interesting time for CEOs, because they are facing incredible amount of pressure due to the market, due to the inflation, due to the potential recession, but also because they are going through incredible amount of uncertainty too. So I really want to go into their minds and try and understand not only what they do in their company, what kind of an impact they are trying to make, but also what is the life of a CEO behind the scene, what we don't normally see, you know, on the media. And uh, I take an example, LinkedIn, where many CEOs, they share their major wins, the contract they sign, the agreements they make, the wonderful brand they are. But I want to understand more, really deeply, what happens in their world. And also, as you probably know now, by now, uh, most of my work is with them, with them and their leadership team. So for me, it's quite natural having a conversation with the CEO. So we have decided to have this next 12 months really focus on them. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't interview other potential brilliant minds, like maybe other C-suite leaders or leaders from the investment community. So private equity leaders or venture capital leaders. That's the idea, but you know, it might change. So stay tuned because I think you're going to have an incredible experience in the next months. That's what I want for the podcast. So super focus on the CEOs and their life, their learning, okay? And we will start actually from next week of having a Fortune company CEO. I'm super excited. So Lorenzo Simonelli, CEO of Baker Hughes, one of the largest oil and gas companies. So that will be very, very interesting conversation. All right, so let's jump into the topic of today's episode. So as I said, I want to share with you uh, five today major takeaways or insights that I got from talking to these amazing leaders in the last 12 months. So let me start with the, with the first one. So one that really uh, stuck in my mind is what a CEO said here. And uh, he said it all starts from self-awareness. So that's number one big insight. So you have got to round yourself out and challenge always yourself. These are actually, by the way, these are the exact words that he has used. So if you can identify your weaknesses and can turn them into strengths or develop your strengths even further once you understand them fully, then you can figure out what works for you in any given situation. And I love this because, you know, because it's said by, by CEO. And that makes a huge difference because... A CEO that is so vulnerable to start a um, retrospective journey to understand better um, what is inside him and uh, what are, as he said, the strengths and the weaknesses, how can turn these weaknesses into strengths to be more effective. It's an incredible sign of leadership. It's a sign that you want to be challenged and you want to challenge yourself. You don't take for granted your promotion, your career, your role. You want to... still understand how you can be a better leader. And that's, honestly, it's an incredible insight. It's amazing. So that's number one. 
number two that was said by many by the way that's very interesting is that career is never linear and by the way life as we know is also never linear but career in particular is never linear so the point of a couple of incredible leaders was that you, sh you should really stop having regrets about your past failures or mistakes. That's part of your past. I mean, life and career are really unpredictable. And every single step that you take has a meaning, even when you think it's bringing you in a different direction. So don't walk away. Stay in the flow because things can turn into something special unexpectedly. And it, honestly, I love this because that's also my personal experience. My career has never been linear at all because you know i, I started in, in uh, fr from from early days from a very technical role then i started leading team and people then i started leading i had a role that uh, required me to understand the full organization then i got promoted to managing director joint venture and then a ceo and then i had a more commercial role and then i i changed not just jobs and companies from small to large or from large to small, but also countries with different cultures. So I have to tell you, there's n there was nothing linear. And, and hearing that many other leaders actually have been through this and then they became successful, for me, means something. So if you expect the career has to be linear in order to achieve your goals, to become a great leader, maybe become a CEO, you're just wrong. Yeah, of course, you can become a CEO by having a steady, linear career progression, right? You can do it. I'm not saying no, but I'm saying that the people that have been more successful, they had actually a different path, full of ups and downs, full of incredible turns, something that was expected. So I love this. So that's number two. So let's go to number three. Number three is something that I love it and, uh, and that was essentially shared by, I'm not saying everyone, but almost most of them, that his success is 90% or probably more focus. So if there is a single key to success or an impediment to success, if you don't have it, it's the ability to focus like a laser on whatever it is you're doing. So we are not good at establishing and focusing on our priority. We allow too many distractions and other mechanisms to keep adding items to our to-do list, right? So you need to learn of saying no to a lot of things that might be fun, but not move your agenda forward. So it is not selfish. It actually is selfless to do that. So focus, focus, focus. We interviewed the premium Nobel, he said, there are only five things to success. Focus, 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 and focus. So with this in mind, we need to understand that if you want to be a successful leader, you have to stop doing things that are not going towards the main vision and then your main goal. And I know when you are at work, you have different priorities. I understand that because that's what the business requires to function, right? What I'm saying, that's at a personal level. At personal level, you need to have a very good clarity of where you're, where you're heading to, right? Where you want to be. And then whatever you're doing has to go towards that direction. Many people, they get distracted by a number of incredible opportunities they find on the way. And I'm, I'm someone that has picked some opportunities, probably many opportunities. Some of them, they were wrong. Some, some were right. And I learned that you, you have to be focus but also consistent to yourself to your personal goals 
So don't get distracted by the opportunities there because there are many. Okay, so be really focused on where you want to go and where you want to be. Okay, so let's go to the next one, number four. And that was uh, shared by another executive coach, so a colleague of mine. And he said, leadership is an obligation. And honestly, guys, we don't think about this enough. So your primary obligation is to leave things better than you found them. I love this. That's what he said. This, this applies to your company and your team. So the connection between leadership and accountability is very tight. So when leaders live up to their obligation, we applaud them, but if not, we judge them. So sometimes quite harshly. So you must fully appreciate that your company has given you a huge responsibility. So how many times, guys, you have seen people in a leadership role that they have taken the role um, maybe in a way that you wouldn't take it. And what, I'm, what I mean with that is the fact that uh, they, of course, they took the responsibility for, for the role. But in the reality, they started to get complacent. They started to, to use power in their role and their title to direct people, to try to influence them. They didn't see, really, leadership as an obligation to lead people. And it sounds semantics, but it's not. So, honestly, the best leaders, they understand they have a full obligation towards their people, not just towards the, the investors or the shareholders. So it's a mindset shift, something that only few successful leaders have been able to do it. All right, so let's go to the final one, uh, at least from this series, is the power of serendipity. So you need to create a condition for luck and serendipity to happen and develop the ability to recognize serendipity when it takes place. You have to go to work every day with a tremendous sense of expectation that something good is going to happen. And when you have that approach, you allow opportunities to come to your way. And uh, honestly, I think it's fascinating because, you know, wh when bad things happen during bad times, when we are down, we, you know, we always think, oh, we are not lucky or someone else is luckier than us because, etc. I don't believe to that. I think that luck is something that we create and we create by being at the right time and the right moment, doing the right thing. Okay. Now, and people that might challenge me say, yeah, but how can I know? Well, you don't know, but if you work hard towards an, a, a clear goal that you have, you will be at the right time and the right moment. Why? Because you will do whatever it takes to get there. And when I say whatever it takes, it could be that you have to attend that specific event. You have to do that travel to meet these guys. Or you need to work a couple of hours more because you know that that is needed to get there. Now, when you are consistently working towards one single goal, you will know exactly what is necessary. And when you do whatever is necessary with the passion, with the enthusiasm, with the positivity, you're going to see opportunities and you're going to get these opportunities that before you didn't see. Okay, so that's the power of serendipity. And I think it's a concept that needs to be developed further. So, so these are the, the five big takeaways of, uh, of my first 12 months. And there is more because, uh, you know, as you can imagine, 
after probably more than 60 hours recording so there is much more than you know this quick five ideas but i think you know it's a good start it's a good start because in my mind they're gonna give you some good ideas hopefully and maybe some insights of what you are doing and what maybe what you're supposed to do differently or better okay as this is a very interesting topic i really would like to hear from you understanding what you think about this so please send me any comments either uh, on linkedin or you can send me via email at andrea at andrea you can find anyway these links on the show notes and um, and by the way if you like what we shared i strongly recommend actually to leave a review because you know as a podcaster we live with reviews so the only way for our episode and our podcast to grow is by having positive reviews so i appreciate that and also sharing with your friends and colleagues if you think that might be interesting and final note i normally um, summarize the findings of each episode even the ones with the guest uh, on my website and i write every thursday a very interesting uh, short summary about what we share so if you don't want to miss that and you prefer uh, reading i strongly recommend going to my website www.andreapetrone.com blog you can subscribe there i'm not sending any sales thing it's just big good insights of my experience with the podcast and my work with clients so thank you so much for listening to this episode and i look forward to see you next time